0: actual coffee today and we're live on facebook and uh yeah welcome to balls and Six, the podcast um rich how you doing this week i'm doing good mike it
1: uh feels good to be back on saturday morning still not our normal time but we're at least a little closer than we are have been in past weeks
0: and uh we will next week will not be saturday morning as we will be celebrating christmas with my wife's family this week for our next week at this time. So we will not see you next week at this time. Look for us on Wednesday. That's just a quick, uh, show note just so everybody understands and knows that right off. Um, what else do you got this week? Ri- or what are our headline? Well, do you want to say the thing that's our title or do you want to, uh, Um, yeah, yeah, I I said it
1: last week on the show, but it's worth mentioning it again. It's been 10, she's been,
0: she's been putting up with you for 10 years. She deserves, like, at least another couple of minutes if she wants.
1: That's right, yeah. Happy anniversary uh, to my beautiful wife, Amy. It was, uh, as Mike said, 10 years, 10 years this year. So, uh, we kind of kept things low-key this year, just, um, we picked up our, uh, we got a uh, some jewelry for the occasion, since mm-hmm. we couldn't necessarily travel this year, and uh, we just had a we had takeout. Ooh, we're neither down. of us were, were neither of us really meant, felt like going out. Uh, we got takeout from Famous Dave's. Ooh,
0: that's always good, Famous Dave's. Yummy. So um, on top of that, we have uh, so yes, happy anniversary, Rich and Amy. Uh, I was there that day. It was a fun day. We had a good time. Uh, so glad that to To see how far you guys have come as a couple, and and to see you guys grow together, um, really, really is awesome. Uh, hopefully, Danielle and I are as close as you guys are when we hit ten years. So, um, okay, ready for sports this week? Um, let's get into our headline topics. Uh, first, we have a poll question that we have to t- we have to discuss, and mm-hmm. uh, leaving a one series one one uh, sport for another in uh, our poll questions, which is timely because basketball tips off this week, as we give you the final predictions of our NBA, uh, of our NBA preview this week. That's right. Uh, Then we'll be going back
1: to football as uh, we'll take a look at college football, the pros. And if time, there was some new developments with, uh, major league baseball as well with some news to come out of there
0: i don't think we have any real restrictions on time we would like to leave fairly like the reason we're doing nine thirty is because danielle and i have to go up to sioux falls one more time to do grocery shopping for christmas um last time we had that issue it was grocery shopping for thanksgiving i believe so <laughs> we are doing that um so real quick let's get that uh let's roll that intro that's right why is it not rolling
1: oh there it is. hey there it is
0: You're broadcasting live Okay, we're back. Um, okay, Rich. So, uh, this week's sports movies uh, was football, and um, how did you vote?
1: Yeah, it was the football movie finals, which saw The Blind Side, The Water Boy, and Remember the Titans. Yeah uh come up um i voted for the water boy it, it was a tough one for me but i mean whenever i'm in like in a bad mood or just need a i need a laugh i can turn i turn to the water boy sometimes
0: no i i totally agree that's one that i uh normally pick but uh this week i did not pick water boy i did mm-hmm. not go comedy i went with the feel good movie remember the titans
1: all right, and I, and I think that, that that was the right movie either way. I mean, I wasn't—I could have gone either way. I mean, if it, if the votes were tied, and so we didn't have to have a quasi like um, super delegate vote for one of us, I would have switched my vote over to the water to uh, to renumbered the Titans if the votes were a little bit closer.
0: Shout out to my sister for being the lone vote for the Blind Side. So the. The Blind Side got uh, one vote. That was my sister. Waterboy got two votes. You and my nephew Jordan. And folks, eight of us voted for Remember the Titans. I'm not going to be able to name all of you. uh, But it does look like your wife was one of them.
1: Yeah. um, Nobody voted for Brian's song, though.
0: Yeah, I know. That was slightly odd. But I understand it. So that's okay. No big deal. Um, All right.
1: So this week, Mike, uh, with the NBA tipping off, we're going to go over to the hardwood for our movie. Yep. And we're going to be looking at family friendly. Uh, before we even give the titles, um, we're pretty sure we know where this is going to go. Yep. But we still need to give people options, Mike. Yes, we do. So for basketball, family friendly, Mike. The choices are going to be Space Jam. Air Bud like
0: mike and teen wolf Ooh, i forgot teen wolf is in this yeah that makes it slightly this that makes it a little bit closer than what i originally thought
1: yeah and then uh the other two categories for the sport of basketball will be true stories and then just general basketball movies i don't i don't know if they're dramas or comedies it's a mix of dramas and or comedies
0: okay um, um
1: so we'll you'll get those titles over the next two weeks yeah. so it'll be a short week i think this is the right it was the right move to use family friendly this week with it being a short turnaround week yep in between shows so that's so um look for that poll to go live after we get off the air and mike let's go ahead and stay on the hardwood bike and wrap up our nba preview since that since their season will be tipping off on christmas day christmas day christmas eve i think
0: yeah i thought think started the 22nd
1: you could be right being someone that really doesn't watch NBA basketball anymore you're it wouldn't surprise me if you're right
0: Uh, let me take a look give me a second yeah December 22nd Tuesday
1: 22nd okay
0: so if you're looking for a game uh, Tuesday you have um, you have the Golden State Warriors versus the Nets and the Clippers versus the Lakers Mm. Um, and then the 23rd, you have a couple of games. And then they're all off Christmas Eve, but a significant port. There's two, four, five games on Christmas Day, uh, which um, I I would guess slightly upsets LeBron. I don't know if you've heard his comments the last few days. I have not. The, not the Where last few the days, comments? but uh, he made a comment earlier. this. Uh, it was either this week or last week where he was talking about how he was looking forward to having Christmas day to spend with his family. And uh, mm. the NBA screwed him on that one.
1: Well, but the thing is, I mean, I, I can see his, I can see his sentiments with it because his teams probably has always played on Christmas day.
0: Oh yeah. Going want... all the
1: way back to when his heat, when his probably when, uh,
0: my, when, well, back when, when his, he got, drafted. especially
1: when he was heat. Yeah. And when his Cavs teams started getting good.
0: Yeah. Uh, you want your you want your star players to play on Christmas Day. That's just how it goes You always want them to play on Christmas Day um, and so when your greatest We can get it. I mean, I'm not say when your greatest player currently is uh, playing you want him on that day, so um, He also makes you know more money a year than you and I will make in our entire lifetime so I don't feel so bad for him. No. All right,
1: Mike. So uh, last week we gave you division winners, yep. even though division winners don't really mean as much in the NBA as they nope. place, they base their playoff seeding off of winning percentage or total wins within the conferences. Yep. Um, so, so Mike, let's give let's go with the conference championship matchups first. Okay. Um, so who do you like coming out? Who do you, who's gonna make that Western Conference
0: Well uh, I th- championship game? I think the uh second game on Tuesday is uh gonna be your matchup for the Western Conference Finals. That's LA versus LA.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike. I think this is gonna probably be a boring segment. boring segment, Mike, as I think we're gonna agree on both picks. As I also have the Lakers and the Clippers. For the East, I'm going to go with the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: You're reading my mind, Rich. You are reading my mind. Those are the teams that I have playing as well. Um, man, honestly, I don't see either. Like, those are the teams to look out for. Like, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I,
1: I could see Miami or maybe. I could see Miami and Boston, but I mean. Brooklyn put everything together. This will be the first time that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have played together on a team. Yep. But I think the talents there. And even though they have a rookie head coach in Steve Nash, they have an experienced one on the bench as his lead assistant in Mike D'Antoni. So I think they'll be able to make it work.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad for Steve Nash. I think it's time for him to get something. I'm, I mean, watching Mike D'Antoni sit as an assistant coach, how ridiculous how crazy is that going to be
1: yeah i mean the, the one wild card that could that could kind of mess things up in the in the east is if is if james harden is traded to miami philly or even brooklyn as those are the three teams that he's rumored to be uh willing to accept a trade to but at the same time uh houston is not do you want to talk about that in.
0: i'm sorry do, do we want to talk about that I sure we, why we not? got time okay yeah. um, man
1: I wasn't before we before we get onto that sidebar of the James Harden trade saga who's your pick to win the NBA championship
0: well we first have to get into the championship because we didn't do that okay. we just got to, to that um, so I have the bucks coming out of the east um, mm-hmm. and then I have the Lakers coming out of uh, the West. Um, you make okay. really good arguments for why Brooklyn should be, um, but man, Giannis just got tied up for another for an, another contract. Um, mm-hmm. The Bucks don't have much to worry about. They got the guys that they need. I, it's hard to it's hard to say that the Bucks aren't going to do it again.
1: Yeah, I mean they they haven't reached the NBA Finals yet. They've kind got, of yeah. gotten stalled right. like in the round. Um, which is why I'm going with the Nets to make it. I think the star power in Brooklyn is going to be enough to get him into the NBA finals. And it's hard to pick against LeBron as much as I would like to do it until somebody knocks him off and he doesn't make the NBA finals. It's hard for me to pick against him.
0: Okay. Now comes the real thing. Who's going to win the NBA championship?
1: I hate to say it, but it's probably going to be LeBron and the Lakers.
0: I don't want to say it, Rich, but it's going to be LeBron and the Lakers. Okay, now let's get to the real meat of NBA discussion. Uh, James Harden is pushing hard. And I don't mean like, like he is full on saying, get me out of here. I don't want to be in Houston anymore. What a sorry piece of bleepity bleep bleep bleep.
1: Yeah, and there was a there was a rather interesting story that came out, I on ESPN I think it was too about how much of the culture revolves around James Harden.
0: Hundred percent
1: in Houston. So it isn't like he's not being he's feeling like he's not being treated fairly by the Rockets. He just wants to be put on a team that's going to be give him the best chance to win. Yeah, I mean it was he was the reason that Chris Paul got traded. He was the reason that they acquired Russell Westbrook. Yep. And then, and then because it was Chris, both Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook were talking about the culture around, around Houston with them adjusting the start, delaying the start of meetings if Harden wasn't on time. Yep. Uh, Chris, uh, James Harden getting a pass as far as being able to jet off and leave the team on, on off days so he could go party, and then his being just a general of of having so much pull with the front office in roster in roster times that that so much evolved so much of that team was on james harden so i mean how can you be upset that the team isn't making the moves to why would you want to leave that team if the entire organization revolves around you and is willing to work with you to to make that team what you want it to be
0: rich I have bad news what's up? I said I wanted to have this discussion, but you said everything I was gonna say I'm, I'm so I'm sorry <laughs> no it's, I mean it's it, true like
1: and, he... and even Chris Paul was even saying about it was that when he didn't have the ball in his hands, it was like he wasn't even on the floor anyway because yeah. he knew that the, if the play wasn't being designed by him and he didn't have the ball in his hands, he could care less what happened
0: and and here's the bigger problem he he wants to go to Brooklyn. Where he's got two guys there that can totally play without him, mm-hmm. and the ball will need to be in both of their hands for the for plays to make to work. You're gonna need to get the ball moved around in Brooklyn, and James Harden's not gonna be able to take the ball and just have it the whole time.
1: Exactly. He's not he's not the player if you were acquiring the James Harden that was that came out of OKC what 5 6 years ago where he was where he was content with being a part of the system yep. instead of being the focal point of the offense. Yeah, that's that's the James Harden that you want, but that's not James Harden now. That's not you getting
0: anymore. And that's the problem. James Harden is so full of himself. He's been carrying a team for so long. Here's the here's the thing. Look at LeBron now, him and LeBron and and James Harden are kind of similar in this, mm-hmm. but LeBron has some maturity to understand that for his team to win, he's got to move the ball around once in a while. So when when LeBron went out to L.A., the talk was he wants to he wants to be wheeling and dealing all these guys to get these other to get certain people in with him, and they did. But now he's happy and he's putting championships together.
1: I mean, that's the type of offense that he had to take a back seat. Yep. and to not be in the focal point of the offense when he left Cleveland the first time and went to Miami to play with Bosh. Yep, Bosch and Wade. Yep, I don't know if James Harden can do that.
0: Well, here, my problem is he should be able to because he did when he was in the Thunder. That's his his role was the second guy
1: yep he he led the second unit like the bench guy he was the first guy off the bench so i don't but in crunch time he did play with westbrook and Durant. yeah but he but it was within the system
0: right and now he's no i give me the ball it's all about me and if you're not willing to do that i don't care i'll just stand over here and pout Mm. like james you've you are making yourself out to be hated, and I don't know if you care about that. Honestly, if you don't, better for you, because if you don't, then you don't have to worry about any of anything that anybody's saying right now. But the fact of the matter is, you're kind of screwing yourself too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't see how 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 it can work in in Jer- in uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah, as you already have Kyrie Irving as kind of a guy that's – not afraid to burn bridges and not care what people think because he's already kind of bad LeBron James. Yep. And he's also she, called,
0: he, but he's also called and apologized for that and yeah. repented of his ill will towards LeBron.
1: And he didn't, he didn't make too many friends in Boston on his way out of town either. Nope. So,
0: but he, but he also, I mean, he's kind of a ball hog too.
1: Yeah. And could, could with the way that Jimmy Butler plays, could Jimmy Butler and LeBron and uh, James Harden get along? I don't think they
0: can because he... the problem is James Harden is being coddled so much down there in Houston that anywhere he's go is not going to work because, especially if you have another superstar on your team, you're going to tell me that that Kyrie's going to sit in a meeting room waiting 15 minutes until. James decides to show up exactly. Or you that's think what, you think that's that, what happened with, with Westbrook. They you, got,
1: he got so tired yep. of it in the bubble that he said, all right, screw it. Start the film Start, yep. start the, start the, yep. I'm not doing start the insert word film. And they said, Nope, we're just going to have to restart it when he gets here anyway. So we're going to wait.
0: I'd say F it. I'm, I'm out. Like, honestly, that's, that's, and, and you think that, that, uh the the guys in Brooklyn you think anybody in any other in any other venue are going to put up with that now the problem is that it's also a coaching problem your coaches are letting this happen it's not just it's not just a issue with um with how like with James Harden himself it's a coaching problem there's no discipline to say okay well you were late for a meeting run laps you were l- late for a meeting time to do some suicides like i know that sounds like college, college or, you're,
1: benched, you're, or you're going to be benched for the for the first quarter of the game right
0: <laughs> and they can't afford to do that cuz if they do that then they don't then they don't have a team cuz their entire team depends on james harden being the superstar that he is He's got the talent. He just needs to get out of his own way at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um,
1: I mean, I mean, at this point, I mean, it looks like, I mean, if you if you were to at least go to Miami or, or to Philly, at least you have a disciplinarian, a little bit less of a player-friendly coach in Eric Spolstra and Doc Rivers in charge. Yep. But if you go to Brooklyn, you have the same guy as the lead assistant coach that was allowing this to happen. In Houston, and Mike D'Antoni, and a rookie head coach, and Steve Nash,
0: which surprises the heck out of me—that Mike D'Antoni would go for this. Like, I understand he's a player's coach, but that just to me does not—that doesn't even seem like a player's coach type thing. That just seems like a weak coach. How? You, oh man. Anyway, um, enough about James Harden. He's not going to do much this year. I mean, he's gonna—he's gonna. He's gonna Score fifty points in twenty five games. He's just gonna do it because that's what that's what he does.
1: He'll get his. It's just if if he goes to one of these other teams to get out of Houston and be put on a different team to get to be put in a better position to win. Yeah. Will he be willing to take that lesser role and be a part of a team instead of playing hero ball every night and making yeah. sure that he scores his points?
0: Yeah, I don't, uh, man. I mean, if you're playing fantasy basketball, that's the guy you want. Like, legit. He's the number one player you want on your team. Mm-hmm. Like, bar none. Bar none in the NBA. Because what other NBA team has set up to, to allow – or t- what other NBA team is set up in a way that is strictly for one player to score 50 to 60 to 80 points in a game? There's not. So, my one piece of advice for anybody doing fantasy uh, basketball: James Harden is your number one pick. Don't care about anything else. I don't know anything about fantasy basketball. Never <laughs> done it. So, um, but that would be my my one advice. Um, maybe one of these years we can I see fantasy basketball feels like the next step in fantasy sports. Because, yes, there's multiple games in a week, but it's not like baseball where there's a game every day except for one a week. So it feels like it's exactly it's with football, fan, I... then basketball, then baseball. Yes, because with
1: basketball, you could set your lineup a week in advance yep. and then see how it goes. But with baseball, you are correct. It does take a daily commitment because you have to make sure that a player that's a starting pitcher – That's scheduled to start isn't on your bench, so you get those points for him pitching in that game.
0: Yeah, so
1: starting pitching announcements can change on a right right a second, like a half hour before a game game even plays as well. Lester got back.
0: John Lester gets back spasms right before the game. Now all he's not starting now. (laughs) He's out, or a blister happens in in warmups. For uh, for what was that kid's name? Um, Kershaw had yep. Kershaw's had blister problems. Kershaw, his blister is act up during warm up pitches, so you got to change it. But you got to change it quick before you lose out. Like that's all of that. It's that's why baseball to me is so crazy. Uh, fantasy basketball, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll look at it, but I probably will never. I don't know. Fantasy football is good for me. Okay, moving on from the NBA. Uh, Let's. First of all, let's acknowledge. Uh, today is a overwhelming sports day, almost.
1: It, it is. So you it, you did is... a really good job of explaining that in our in our pre-show, Mike. So go ahead and so go ahead and uh, do it one more time.
0: Um, a friend of the show, uh, Maddie Erickson. Um, Posted it, so I'm, I'm not taking all the credit for it. Mm-hmm. But today, um, at 11 o'clock, you have Iowa versus Gonzaga basketball. Speaking of which, that Iowa basketball team, that's a special team. Luca Garza looks like he's a game changer. Going to be an amazing – I mean, it, it's just amazing to watch these, these guys uh, play. Uh, so, first of all, we have that going on. Then, it's college – um Notre Dame plays uh Clemson that means Alabama plays Florida Texas A&M plays oh we just had that
1: um it's Tennessee that that's oh, yeah, not Tennessee. a conference that doesn't determine a conference champion but it could determine whether Texas A&M maybe sneaks into the top yep into the top 4 and then you for the Big 12 you have Iowa State um, Oklahoma yeah Iowa State Oklahoma
0: all of those are playing today Plus uh, other plus the way that and I, I love I actually really do like the way that um, that the Big Ten is doing their championship weekend. They are having now, again, because of COVID, there's people not playing currently, whatever. But I like the concept that they had that every team gets to play today uh, in a pseudo meaningful game. Um for which which where they end up ranked. But then on top of it, the NFL has two different games, the Bills and the Broncos and the Panthers and the Packers playing. Um plus um wasn't there something else? Or was that it?
1: I think that was it. But a lot of things a lot of things a yeah. lot of things on the line because of because of this week and we'll go ahead and start in college football yep um so uh last week um i think we we both got no you did not get your big 10 pick of the week as the iowa hawkeyes beat the wisconsin badgers 28 to 7 uh but i got mine as the golden gophers beat the huskers 24 to 17 so we will tie for the big 10 at five and three and because of the amount of games that have been canceled due to COVID, I, I, I'd I like to pass on picking a Big Ten game of the week this week.
0: I agree. So, uh,
1: so we'll end up tied. And the Army-Navy game saw Army win 15-0 to uh, on the campus of uh, the United States Military Academy up in New York last week.
0: Yeah, good job, Army, beating Navy. But one of my favorite things about that game that gets posted every year. Uh, the Army Navy game is the only game where every person on that field is willing to die for the guy that they're facing across the uh, across the gridiron. Mm-hmm. So, yep,
1: very very few of them get exceptions to their service, and yeah. they do go into the active duty and get assigned to active duty units across the world.
0: Yep, and and are willing. I mean. They, and that's what they signed up for. They knew what they signed mm-hmm. up for, and they they are all willing to go and take a bullet, not just for the country, not just for you and I, Rich, but the guy that they're facing, the, the linemen that are battling each other all day are willing to take bullets for each other out on the front lines. And that, to me, just means so much. Now, the likelihood that Army and Navy would be in the same place in a battle together... Very minimal, but it's one of those things that it's when you think about it, it's crazy to think about. Um, also, going on today, um, I mean, it's kind of the last day for games to be played before we have the uh, the pick for college football playoffs coming up. That's,
1: that's right. So, Mike, why don't you give us who the who is in the top four and who would be in the semifinal playoffs? If the college football season ended today.
0: So as of right now, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State, in that order, are your top four. Now, And since you have the rankings up
1: in front of you, Mike, yep. um, who do you think are the teams outside of the top four that have the best chance of moving in, of jumping into the top four? Nobody. Based on the outcomes. Nobody.
0: Nobody. Okay. Um, so... If Clemson loses and Texas A&M wins, um, which both of those are very real possibilities, but does Clemson does Clemson fall out far enough to drop down below Texas A&M? Probably not. Do they drop down low enough to let Iowa State in? No, they do not. I'm sorry, Iowa State fans. I know that there's some of you that watch the show. They don't. Iowa State is not good enough. To be in the in the final four. They would get destroyed by anybody in the top four. Honestly, they would. This is one of the th- reasons why a, a five a, a six game Ohio State team, a six win Ohio State team, is going to make the playoffs. Because most years, Ohio State and Iowa State, m- or Iowa State, will play one of the top four. Like this is the thing. Your top ten normally, each one of them ends up playing. At least one of the top four, right? For the most mm-hmm. part, so Texas A&M did not have a chance to play anybody in the top four. But if they would have, they would have lost. Normally, they'd play Notre Dame, I believe. They'd normally play or Clemson or Alabama. But again, I'm just
1: looking that up. Keep going.
0: But again, none of these teams below four really have a chance in the top four. Now, that being said does Ohio state really have a chance against the other three? So this is the next step. Um, Honestly, probably not like Ohio state. A they they're on, they have COVID legs, which, you know, it sounds nice to say that they've, they've only played five games. Yeah. What's
1: up? Uh, um, Texas A&M did play some teams that are ranked above them. Currently at the time that they played, Oh, okay. They did face Alabama. Oh, okay. And they faced Florida, who is in the SEC title game. Other than that, the um, other teams on their schedule are unranked and are outside of the top twenty-five.
0: Okay, uh, is A&M in the SEC?
1: Yes, Texas A&M is in the ACC now. Oh, the okay. SEC. They're not in the Big Twelve.
0: Okay, that's odd. But either way. They,
1: yeah, but they played Alabama and on lost. The second, yeah, and lost fifty-two to twenty-four.
0: Sure. Okay. We'll we'll leave that one there. But the rest of the teams would normally. And Florida played Alabama, and that's going to happen. Uh, and Georgia played Alabama and lost. Since uh, he has not played anybody though, uh, and Oklahoma has played Iowa State and lost.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, uh, it's it's going to take a lot. I mean, even if. I mean, I think the top four will be a little bit more, in my mind, I think it'll be a little bit more cemented if Clemson beats Notre Dame to where at least their season series will be even. Yep. And they could at least kind of write off that, that loss to Notre Dame earlier as, well, we didn't have Trevor Lawrence for that game. Yep. That's why we didn't win. And but, they still took a minute. It was still a double overtime victory by Notre Dame in yeah. that game too.
0: The, the other problem with that's going to be, though, uh, if Clemson wins – to, uh, Notre Dame and Clemson end up at 2-3 and three. which means, guess what in the first round of playoffs they play each other if they don't, if Clemson loses they drop down to 4 so then your, your marquee matchup your marquee matchup becomes the first game of Alabama versus Clemson, that's going to be your marquee matchup so but either way um, I would still argue that Anybody below four playing anybody above above four loses, and any of them. Ohio okay. State plays any of those teams between five and we'll say ten. I mean, heck, if they play eleven, uh, all the way down to eleven, uh, I think they win. Okay, Mike. So there's so
1: that. so so let's say Ohio State Northwestern pulls off an upset and beats Ohio State yep is that still is there still a big enough body of work to say that ohio state belongs as the number four seed or could you see a team from the big 12 or a second sec team getting into going and leapfrogging them and going into the top four to fate to probably lose to alabama
0: if florida so if florida wins today that's not gonna happen the, the only way i see it is if florida wins other than that, I don't see a team being able to take out Ohio State. Like, honestly, I don't even at, even at five and one. Like, there's I no, I don't think there's a big enough body of work to to make it qualified. But I also don't think you're going to put Texas A and M in.
1: I I would in this situation, but only only.
0: If Ohio, if, if they, Northwestern if, can pull if, it
1: off, if, North, if Northwestern wins, and of course Texas A&M beats Cincinnati, beats uh, Tennessee, that's okay. the only way that I could see Ohio State dropping out. If Ohio State wins, yeah, I think that they deserve to be in the top four, based on the quality of team that they have, even with only playing seven games. But I think six games, by with the them, way, six games. But if they win. They're automatically; they should be the number four team, regardless of what happens in the Clemson Notre Dame game.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's rough. This it's year, tough. But this year is it, rough. But even beyond that, it's just the the way that the these playoffs are set up. There's nothing good about it. Now we also have to get into Notre Dame. Have you heard about the Notre Dame? I have, issue? and I was just
1: okay. going to go there. Brian Kelly has said that if he if his team gets assigned to go out to pasadena and play in the rose bowl as their semifinal matchup he is threatened to not accept the invitation since the families can't go and be in attendance at the game
0: i like it but i also don't why is that mike um i like that he's saying that i mean he's Do I think he honestly means that family comes first? Probably not. But is that what it said? Is that what is coming across? A hundred percent. Like he's saying that without the families, it doesn't matter for him. Like that's what, that's why he's there. Um, So I like that, but we are, I mean, I, we are in these crazy times and things you have to make concessions and sometimes those concessions have to be nobody in the fan or nobody in the stands that's just how it is sometimes
1: yeah i mean i i would i would almost argue the point i think it makes a lot of sense for him to say well we just won't accept the invitation that's probably not gonna happen yeah because then then you mean does that do then will that would that force the playoff committee to put a different team in that game in the semifinals instead of notre dame or does the team that they would play get a pass and they get an automatic victory and go to the college football finals that's probably not going to happen but i mean i think with the times that we're in right now i don't know if it makes sense to fly all fly the kids fly the support staff all the way to the other end of the country. Yep. To, to play a game in front of no fans.
0: Um. Do you? Here's the other one. I the thing that I've heard is he wants to just make a bubble out of it and go to Jerry World, Jerry's World, and do everything in everything in in Arlington.
1: And and that could make a lot of sense. I mean, put everything, choose a city, and play both games. Play the semifinal. Play both games. In the same stadium, I mean, you could have it. You could easily have a double header. You could yeah. put, like, a neutral thing on there of – you could put neutral things on the field. It doesn't have to be the team's logos in the end zone. You could put, like, college football playoffs. Yep. Semifinals and then have a day off to allow the grounds crew to switch over and put football championship. And you keep the – just, like, the general college football logo in the middle. Yeah. Um, but, I mean – I mean, it, I mean, with the other championship, with the other semifinal game being played in New Orleans, you could easily put the other team in Atlanta at the, Merce, at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium in Atlanta. You could go down to Miami. You could go to Dallas. You can go to Houston Yeah. to where at least you're not having these kids travel halfway across the country.
0: You, we at least know that in Dallas, they're not going to be using it much in January. Yeah. I mean, well, well, the, the playoff,
1: I think the, the finals is actually on New Year's weekend. It's going to be New Year's Eve and then wow. the New Year's Day. And then they have a couple of days off and then they uh, then they play the, the finals. Within a couple of days of each other, I think. I don't even think that they get a full week to, to prep for the championship
0: game. Uh, let me take a look. No, they get a week. Oh they get a week off. Okay. They actually get I mean it's it's uh it's going to be January 11th. Currently oh, in oh, it's Miami. the finals. Yeah. Currently in yeah. Miami. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, so Dallas so AT&T Stadium in Dallas would not be used
0: as um, of right now. I mean it's good. right now it's at Hard Rock Hard Rock Stadium. That can change. I mean I mean
1: that's what that's what would make sense to me is to put one of the semifinal team in Miami. Yep. So you technically wouldn't even need the winning team could just stay in Miami instead of having to go from Pasadena, go from where, where their teams are based. Let's say right now that it's Clemson and Notre Dame. Yeah. You're going to fly everybody across two time, three time zones. Cause yep. they're both in the Eastern time zone yep. to go out to Pasadena, maybe do a couple of practices in the area or walk through, play the game, and then get on the plane the next day, or even even the same day, and then fly back to then fly back and have to go back three time zones just to play the last game in Miami.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like it either. But that's I mean that's how college football is in general. Um, yes, and,
1: you're correct. In a normal year, I don't I wouldn't have a problem with it. But where's the worst rate of COVID nineteen right now in the United States?
0: Uh, I mean there's a lot of different places but yeah California but the, but California is in California yeah. and
1: in la County where Pasadena is at
0: yeah no I I understand um but I mean a it's the Rose Bowl also is it the rose Bowl this year like does it yeah. feel like no no does it feel like it's gonna be the Rose Bowl are they having the parade nope So without the parade, is it really feel like the Rose bowl?
1: No, you're playing the game at Rose bowl stadium.
0: Yeah. That's all it is.
1: is. Yeah. And it's the college football playoff presented by the Rose bowl. Yeah. It's, it's, and it doesn't have a traditional big 10 pac 10 game, which
0: I wish that would go back to what it was, but I understand. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a crazy year. I think, i mean good on good on brian kelly to say we want our we want our families there we want this to be something that the families can use as a good time to kind of just get away like i like it
1: but and also i mean see their see their uh see their family members play one last football game because for a lot of not everybody on those rosters are going to the pros a lot of those could be that's their last football game they ever play in their career
0: yeah so um are are the top four correct as of right now? Yeah, I agree. That was that, all that to bring. I, we just have to bring <laughs> it back to what we originally, what the question originally was when you and I on the outline um, that you and I have. the The question was: Is the college football rankings correct? And we we both agree that they, as of right now, they are. Um, honestly, uh, everybody's crying foul because Ohio State's in there. And why would it why Ohio State hasn't played enough games? Blah blah blah. Here's here's the deal, folks. Who in the rest of the in the rest of the top ten, if they played a game head to head with with Ohio State, would win? It'd be tough. It'd I'm be a waiting. tough matchup. I'm waiting. If you know, let it. If, if you're, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we we have anybody watching live, but if. If you want to, if you're listening to us on your podcast uh, platform of your choice, which you can find us anywhere on your podcast platform of, of your choice, um, go on to Balls and Sticks on Facebook. Uh, you can find the video that we're talking about. Put it in the comment section. Tell me who of the top 10 outside of uh, who in the from five to 10 would beat Ohio State in a head to head match. Put it in the comment section. Let me know. If yeah, you think... exactly.
1: I mean, you you have the undefeated Cincinnati and, uh, and and Coastal Carolina saying, you know what? Hey, we're undefeated. Why, why can't? Why don't we give a chance? Why aren't we given a, a fair chance at the at the seat to make the top? How four? terrible!
0: But, how terribly would Ohio State destroy Coastal Carolina?
1: It'd be an inter. I think it would be an interesting matchup to watch. But to say that they're better. Like if you had like if you had your way of, of putting in a putting everybody into the bracket and doing eight teams. Yep. And putting eight teams or six teams into a bracket like the NFL does having a wild card weekend before yep. before the two lower seated teams face off against the number one and number two teams. Yep. They could the teams like Cincinnati, Texas A and M, Coastal Carolina could be in the conversation for those those six or eight seats.
0: So the
1: top four?
0: Yep. No. How long have I been saying that, by the way? Since they started this, right? So that's Probably been... a year before we even started doing this show. Well, yeah, so but I'm just saying, how long have I been saying that that's what the 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 national playoff uh, the college playoffs should be? But now looking at it, especially in this year, looking at how things are going, um I'm starting to think that they got it right. Four teams is fine. Because why put the bodies of these guys through more than they have to for an extra game to just make more money for whoever to make it? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Because honestly, who in the bottom – do I think Ohio State could beat Alabama on a good day for Ohio State? Yes. Do I think any of the top four playing each other It's more of a toss-up than anybody from 5 to 11 playing anybody in the top four? Definitely. And I'm starting to come around to four is a good number because right now in college football, the top four are so much better than 5 through 50 that it's hard to make an argument on why anybody else should be in there.
1: Okay, yeah, and I can agree with you, but I if from from my point of view, if it, it, the the rankings could get a little bit complicated, and the teams outside of the top four have a little bit of a of a lot of a louder voice to say, hey, why aren't we in the top four if Ohio State and Clemson lose?
0: Yeah, no, I I can uh, agree with that. They
1: have a little bit better of an argument to say why why our record is better than those two teams. Yep. Why, why didn't we get into the top four but only if clemson and ohio state lose
0: yep okay um let's move over to the nfl because we're you know we're about 10 minutes from where we normally like to stop um nfl uh rich how'd we do last week all right so
1: our locks of the week um you got yours mike yep and uh, the the Bears did beat the Texans, thirty eight to seven. Good good on you, Mike. I was a little bit skeptical of you taking that as a lock. And, and boy did they win! <clears throat> yeah. And my pick of the Saints over the Eagles did not come through as Jalen Hurts and the Eagles won twenty four to twenty one. As the Saints were playing from behind that entire game. Yep. So we're now even on locks at ten and four. Uh, on the upsets, uh, you got your upset as the Browns beat the Ravens 42. No, you did not get your upset actually. You had, yeah, you had the Browns beating the Ravens and they lost. That was 42 to 47. Yep. But that game was a lot closer than mine as the G-men lost to the Cardinals 26 to seven. Uh, so Mike, you're at four and ten for lock for upsets. I'm at eight five and one. And Thursday night football was a thirty was a thirty to twenty seven overtime victory for the Bolts over the Raiders, who I found out while watching that game that was their first interdivision win since twenty eighteen.
0: Wow. Wow. Um and then <clears throat> I guess the biggest thing to come out of that game is that uh uh Gruden doesn't know where he's playing.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I, I had heard about that. He wore an Oakland Raiders hat instead of a vegas raiders
0: yeah i mean other than that I, I don't know um so this week uh our picks for this week uh i will go first in our locks of the week and i'm Very going to well. pick baltimore over jacksonville uh this week is ripe for uh teams to be uh for, for the uh the locks of the week and and i think uh, Baltimore over Jacksonville is where I'm going to go with that one.
1: Okay. Yeah, that, that's a good pick. Um, I'm going to go with Packers over the
0: Panthers. Okay. That's not Gamed a bad up one.
1: In, yeah, the, game, the game's up in Green Bay. There were some other easy slam dunk locks to go with, but I'm going to go with one that, I mean, maybe if the Panthers' defense shows up, maybe maybe they have a chance of pulling up. So I'm not going to go with the low-hanging fruit yep. of – Rams uh, over the Jets, or probably the other like slam dunk lock. Um, the, Colts over
0: Houston, but that I, I think that one's a little scary. Uh, Tennessee over Detroit. Um, yeah, uh, Tampa over Atlanta. Um, I mean, folks, Pittsburgh over Cincy. Um, huge amounts of locks this week. Uh, upsets are fewer and far, but more few and mm-hmm. far between. Rich. Who do you got for an upset?
1: You know, Mike, that there were two matchups that I liked as okay, far which as two? an upset. The first was the Pats over uh, Pats over the Dolphins, and the one that I'm going to go with though is Jalen Hurts Eagles over the Cardinals.
0: I actually like that pick. I like that pick. Um, I think the Bears the Bears Vikings game is going to be better than people expect it to be, so I think mm-hmm. that one's going to be close. But I'm not picking that one. I'm picking the one team that I think truly has a home field advantage this Okay, season. Mike, go ahead. Um, with fans not being at 90% of the stadiums, there is still one stadium that the conditions are go beyond just weather, and that's Denver and altitude. So we're picking Denver over Buffalo. Buffalo's coming off a hot week. Um and don't they, who do they play next week? I think they have a big game next week too. Um cuz next week's 16, right?
1: Yeah, next week is 16.
0: Yeah, next week they play New England which, you know, should like a lot of people are saying that that game should be pretty easy for them, but again, it's New England and it, if you're Buffalo for the past 20 years, you've been looking at New England and f- trying to figure out a way to win. And so this week you might be I, I'm not saying it is fully a trap game, but this game I mean it's denver Denver sucks this year. Why don't we look at I mean let's look forward to New England that's what we're gonna do and so I think it ends up being a pseudo trap game so let's go i'm I'm picking Denver to upset this week um we don't have a Thursday night game we will tell we are doing a Wednesday night show mm-hmm. Uh, time or Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday sometime. Uh, time is to be determined, uh, but we're going to do a Wednesday show. So we will give you our picks for the Christmas Day uh, games, along with our locks and upsets for next week. Uh, next week on Wednesday, the twenty third. Um, so yeah, let's go Denver. That's the one that I'm. I'm just. I'm going out on a limb there. Um, I may not even pick them in our pick'em. Speaking of which. Rich, how badly are you beating me in the pick? Um
1: okay. Oh, Let me go over that cuz I wasn't expecting you to to oh, go this Oh, I got it way. right here. Um, um
0: Actually, it's not as bad as I thought. Rich, you are at 136 and 771 and I'm at 117 and 90. So we're we're actually both picking quite well. Um mm-hmm. I mean, are at at 117 to 90. That's still a fairly good margin. Um Let's think it's like a sixty percent. Yeah, like yeah,
1: pick opposite, you could if we pick some opposite on a couple of matchups, you could uh you could close that gap a little bit. Yeah. Over the over the last uh, three weeks of the season.
0: Um, I don't think a lot of the games call for us picking differently than each other, but that's okay. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to see. you um, and my average is hundred and twenty six point five. Uh is our is our average of uh, how, how we've done um that's just i mean that's fairly easy to do for math um but yeah and then finally uh nfl has announced a partnership between cbs and nickelodeon to produce an nfl wild card game where spongebob squarepants is going to end up doing something weird or dumb in it and there's going to be all sorts of wackadoodle stuff going on with cgi things augmented reality on the field and blah 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 for your kids to enjoy on nfl.com uh doing a broadcast what are your thoughts rich well
1: the old man of me says this is stupid it looks it looks dumb but at the same time a thirty-nine-year-old is not their target audience for this broadcast. <laughs> so, yep. so I, so I would say, you know, why not?
0: Um, you
1: know, the, the kids are watching the games uh, just as much on their tablets or watching. Yeah, but is more a kid going to sit
0: there and watch an entire game on their tablet? Probably not. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they are. Um,
1: if you put it on TV to where, if that was the only way that like. Dad could watch the entire game from start to finish. I, I think the broadcast makes a lot of sense, but yep. to say that, well, you've you got to put it on NFL.com due to the contracts, due to the way the contracts are worded, where you can't simulcast it over on Nickelodeon or CBS Sports, because neither of those networks have a, have an agreement with the NFL. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe you could cast the game from your device up to up to the TV, and I'm not sure if that'll even be allowed either, because I know if you watch the game, watch a game on the Yahoo app, you can't cast up to your TV.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's ways around that, depending on what devices you have and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yes, I understand that for the stuff that you have, you're not able to. There are ways around it. Uh, in general, it's fairly difficult, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the concept, let the kids have fun with it. Maybe, I mean, it might be something that I might put on, I might bring up on my laptop in the middle of it to kind of see the difference and see what ha- what's happening. But honestly, whatever, do what you do, guys, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. By, by all means, yeah. And that's that was kind of my feeling. Initially, it was, this looks dumb, but then, you know what? Guys like us, we're, we're not the target audience for, for that broadcast. Correct. So So why not? Okay. So that's why I've kind of changed my opinion of why not. So, Mike, let's go ahead and go into our power rankings real quick yep. uh, before we end the talk with some baseball, finally.
0: Yep. Baseball and news. And we're going to do this real quick. Uh, let's just go through the top ten today. Got it. Okay. So, Rich, uh, number one, Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Number two, Green Bay Packers.
1: No. I, I still oh. have the Steelers at number two. Oh, okay. I put I put the Packers at number three.
0: Uh, Not a bad pick. Honestly, not a bad pick there at all. I don't blame you for it. Um, I have the the Pittsburgh Steelers at number three myself. Okay. Um, So who do you have at number four? Number four, I have the Buffalo Bills. Me too. Who'd you put at number five? The New Orleans Saints. Me too. Six? The Seattle Seahawks.
1: Well, the, see, that's where we kind of disagree. I think this is 6 through 10 could be where we start to disagree, Mike. Yeah. Um, I put the Rams at number 6.
0: You know, not a bad pick. Um, I I just think that the Seattle's going to end up pulling off the season and be the division winner there. And that's why. Like, I genuinely think Seattle ends up being the division winner uh, and the Rams end up not, and they end up wild card, I believe, they, they would end up. Okay. Um and and if that's the case then that would mean that the that Seattle's theoretically a better team. Um head to head, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh Okay. Number 7 Cleveland Browns. Um I agree even okay. though they yeah. even though they lost on
1: they lost to Baltimore last week. Um I think their overall record get is enough to justify them being in the number 7 spot.
0: And they look good. Like they they're, do. they're playing they have games better. where they're looking better. So honestly, number eight, I have the LA Rams, which you already said you had at six. Who do you got at eight, Rich? Um, I put the Tennessee
1: Titans in the number. Man, eight
0: how are you this high on the Tennessee Titans still?
1: I think that they have the team that they, their team is built to win in the, in, uh, in late this late in the season with that running game.
0: You just like you like Derrick Henry.
1: He has saved a lot. He has secured me a lot of fantasy football victories this, I this year. I don't think that's
0: – I don't think that's – honestly, yes, last year what they did in the playoffs was amazing. I don't think that happens this year. I think teams are ready for it this year. Last year it was kind of an anomaly. They come out swinging their hammer as hard as they could, and uh, they won games that they shouldn't have. So, no, I you know I don't agree on that one. Um, I, in fact, have them ranked uh, – I have them ranked 11th, so. Hmm. Okay. uh, That was number eight. Number nine, you already said, but go ahead and repeat it. Um, I went with the Seahawks at number nine. Uh, I got the Baltimore Ravens there. Okay. Um, I'm
1: not that far behind on the Ravens. I put them in the number 10 hole.
0: Okay. Uh, And for my number 10, the Miami Dolphins. I think they secure a win today, and, um, man, second place in the nfc in the nfc or the the afc isn't it is it the afc no it's the nfc west or east no it's afc 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 east yeah
1: yeah i i put the dolphins down at 13 because i think overall um I, i put them i put the colts at 11 the bucks at number 12.
0: i don't blame you on that don't blame you at all um but yeah
1: all right, so our last question with the power rankings, Mike, before we go and talk a little bit of baseball 17. with some news that came out, was where did you put the Chicago Bears? 17. I put them at 19.
0: I, honestly, I did I, The win They've last looked week better. Count, They've
1: looked better since going back to Trubisky. Uh,
0: here's the real thing. If they end up at 500 after this week, mm-hmm. if they end up at 500, I mean – or if they end up I mean they could they could theoretically end up two games above five hundred. Might maybe making a playoff berth possible. Don't think it's gonna happen, but it would be possible. The Vikings are not so the problem is, um the Vikings honestly I think they can win that game. Um uh The Vikings, I think they can win. And then the Jaguars, I think they win. So now you're at least guaranteed 500. If you win tomorrow, I think you almost are guaranteed 500. Mm-hmm. Then the last game of the year. Now, here's why I think this game is important. It could go bear the Bears' way. Do I think it will? No. But do I think it could? Possibly. I think the team is garbage. Yes, I do. Why? The offensive line sucks. It's been the same thing I've said since 2003 when they went to the Super Bowl on the back of their defense, and they barely – and Rex Grossman did not look like a quarterback that should be in the Super Bowl. Why? Because his offensive line sucked. That's the problem that they've had, bar none. Uh, But um, it's a division game to end the season – those are always tough. You're always going to play. I mean, even the, even the Lions show up and play up uh, on a season, like on a game like that. So,
1: are, are you referring to their last game of the year being against the Packers? Yeah. Is that game in Green Bay or Chicago?
0: Chicago.
1: Okay. That, that could be a good matchup for the team because maybe Green Bay has their playoff seating locked in to where whether they win or lose – they already know who where they're going to be seated and who they're going to play. So
0: the problem is that the Saints have to lose this week and next week for that to be the case and the and the Packers have to win both.
1: But well, yeah, with but with only one team getting that bye. Yeah. Only one team gets a bye. I think that would be something that Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay want to get. Yeah. So at the end so they can guarantee that every, that the Super Bowl almost would have to go through cold January weather green Bay instead of them having to go down to New Orleans and play in a dome.
0: So next week would be the next week versus the Titans in green Bay, by the way. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's the other game that they have. Um, And then they have the the bears. So this week, I think we both agree. That's probably going to be a win versus the Panthers. Yeah. With green Bay. Uh, Then the Titans, that's the game to watch. If they win that game, there's a possibility they rest their guys and the Bears can pull off a win, pulling off a two games above 500, sneaking their way into the playoffs.
1: Okay. So, only because it seems to be almost like a weekly question on this show, what needs to happen for Matt Nagy to save his job and get another year?
0: Oh, I think he's got it. I don't You think he's got it? I don't think they're going to fire him.
1: Because of how well the team is playing with Trubisky back under center.
0: No, just because it's COVID and it's not. He hasn't had his quarterback, and I can. I mean, the same reasons I've said so many times. Do I want him to get fired? Yes. Do I think he's going to? Not at all. Okay. I think the only way he
1: gets fired is if the Bears can secure a handshake agreement or unofficial agreement to bring Pat Fitzgerald down from Evanston. And to leave Northwestern, I think, I think Fitzgerald is like their dream candidate. And yep. if there's no way that they can get him, I think they bring Nagy back and run it back. We'll give him one more year. Give him a prove it deal. Yep. Give him a prove it year. Put him on. Put him on the hot seat week one to see what happens. Yeah. Um. But if they can get Pat Fitzgerald or maybe even here's John Harbaugh,
0: I'm telling you, here's what's going to happen. The only way it'll happen. Here's what's going to happen. He'll get next year. And he'll get a quarterback. They'll, they'll uh, hopefully they can figure out a way to get a quarterback out of the first round. Um, do I think they they do? I don't know. But if they get a good quarterback out of the first round, which I don't even think that's their problem. I think the problem is their offensive line, which I've said for mm-hmm. years. But if they get a quarterback out of the first round, let's say they do that, and they pull off all this other stuff, Nagy gets next year. Okay. He's going to get next year and maybe even the year after because you can't you can't throw a guy away because his quarterback, he only had one year with the quarterback. So now I think they give him at least two years next year and the year after. Mm -hmm. And that's when he's officially on the hot seat.
1: Okay, I I think if he's back next year, he's automatically he knows that that he's on the hot seat because they could easily turn to Chuck Pagano and say, get us through the end of the year. And maybe you will be considered for the permanent job.
0: Again, I think it depends on how they do with uh, with the rest of the the uh, what they do with the with the draft picks that they have.
1: But, yeah, totally agree. You need to invest in the offensive line. Yeah, get back to playing Bears football. Get a good offensive line, so you could take an average quarterback, whether that's Foles or Trubisky, to elevate that offense. I mean, yeah. Look nope. how good the Dallas has just fallen apart. Yep. As their offensive line fell
0: apart. Yep. So here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. I think Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback. He doesn't have an offensive line to protect him. Yep. Well, we've I seen agree. we've seen how good Nick Foles can be.
1: If he has an offensive line that'll protect him.
0: Right. And he talked about how he doesn't have time to make plays happen because he has no offensive line. What's that tell you, Rich? You need an offensive line. That tells me that the offensive line sucks. And it sucks so bad that they can't, that that it's not, that even somebody who is a decent to above-average quarterback can't do anything because he doesn't have the time. We're going to cause, this is going to be what causes officially the retirement of of Nick Foles. I know he talked about retiring a couple of years ago, and then he got brought back in and found the love of the game again. But he doesn't have an offensive line. He can't be protected. Without the protection, he's not He's not good enough to do anything. So, man, we are going long today. Let's get into the last things we have to say. Uh, we just have a couple of quick things, and uh, then we're going to be out. So, That's right. Uh, Cleveland Indians are changing their names uh and the the logo and new name will not be until the 2022 season. Yes. Good so thing basically they're they're the Indians this year is what they're calling themselves still. Yeah. And then they're going to change it. Right, wrong, indifferent?
1: You know, the the initial gut reaction maybe was indifferent. Um, And, and I'm kind of glad that they're not going down the route of the Cleveland baseball team or yeah. just Cleveland because they, it, it could buy them some more time to get yeah. a logo out. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, from a fan perspective, I, I think it's a little bit because there are a lot of people out there that want to get like a new jersey or a new hat every single year. So you're going to say, I mean, save them the money and let them know that you know why why be called the cleveland baseball team for one year i mean you could easily on the on-field product you could emphasize wearing not wearing the white jersey that says indians across the chest for the entire year this year to further de-emphasize it because you've already dropped the the chief wahoo logo so yep. but so i'm kind of indifferent on it I'll, I'll kind of save judgment until they announce what the new team name will be
0: um here's my thing and this is just me. Um, baseball has a history of changing names. Yeah. It's not unusual for teams to move around, for teams to change their names. So that isn't a big deal. They've been called three different things since the Cubs were have been called the Cubs. Not that big of a deal for me. I, I don't even... Th- Here's my thing. Changing the name of the Redskins from the Redskins makes sense. That's a derogatory term. Mm-hmm. The Indians—that's pseudo derogatory. It's no longer—it's no longer in vogue to use that term. It's normally to call them Native Americans or First Nations people or whatever it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I can understand that Indians has gone out of vogue and it's not politically correct, and that's okay. Like I'm okay with that. Um, I, you know, it's fine. I, I don't think that the I don't think it's as big of a deal, um, mostly because the the Indians never said, never came out and were as vocal about it and fought against it as much. They just kind of slid under the radar for so long. But what's the what's the next major league team? There's two that I can think of. Yeah. That have an X on their back now.
1: There's three of them, actually.
0: Okay, what three are you thinking?
1: The Atlanta Braves. Yep. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And the Chicago Blackhawks.
0: Ooh, that one hurts. Cuts deep. It does. That one cuts real the Black deep. Blackhawks does cut deep. Man, Rich, that hurts. That makes me sad. But I agree. But it's true. But it's true. Those are the next three to get targeted and i i don't mean targeted i'm sorry i don't that that sounds like somebody is coming after these teams and specifically trying to to make them change i mean those
1: are the three that could be under pressure yeah you have to take that look at a corporate level and say you know what is it worth fighting to keep this name
0: of those three the blackhawks i think is the biggest fight yeah the chiefs okay um. And the the Bra- like the Braves, that one would be a fight too. So I honestly I don't think any of those. The, man, all three of those are tough tough calls. Um, but that's that's where we're heading. Is those three will be the next on the chopping block to change their name? Um, Braves. I don't know. We have a friend of the show that's a Braves fan. Maybe I can reach out to him see what he thinks. Uh, the Chiefs... Um, I mean, if we change the name of the Chiefs, do we have to na- change the rank in the military? I don't know. Like, is it no longer acceptable to call it a Chief Petty Officer?
1: Or a Chief Warrant Officer.
0: Or a Chief Warrant Officer? Like, do we have to change that? <clears throat> That's the next question. Or do does Kansas City change their logos and stuff to be more military based and have it look more like a chief, have a chief warrant or a chief petty officer as their, um, as well, their they don't mascot. necessarily
1: have to change the mascot. Cause the, the mascot's a coyote.
0: Right. So <laughs> maybe if they do that, is that acceptable? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the Blackhawks. though, the Blackhawks is going to be the toughest one for us, but, that's steeped in a lot of stuff. Um, man. Man, that that's one I didn't think about that kind of scares me a little bit. But, you know, whatever. I'll get your Blackhawks gear now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then finally, um, the biggest announcement, which should have been made years ago. Uh, I think you and I both agree on this one. Um, the MLB has announced, well, and it's not even the MLB.
1: Baseball. Baseball. Baseball has announced yeah. that it will formally recognize the stats of the, of the players that played in the, in the Negro leagues. Yep. yeah, uh, Recognize their stats and, and they are being given major league status.
0: Yeah. Which does that change all of the pitching records over to Satchel Page?
1: You know what? That there was a there was a similar article about being done about Josh Gibson. Oh yeah, Josh Gibson, the new home run king, because his oh yeah unofficially there are there are things out there that he hit nine hundred career home runs.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, those those are the two. Satchel Paige is now the pitch king of the world.
1: Yeah, but I think the the article that I read about on Josh Gibson was that. Well, how many of those home runs were in like exhibition games or yeah. in exhibition contests? And
0: that's so I'm gonna I'm gonna come across non PC. Okay. Um so Rich, you can distance yourself and I will say the views and opinions expressed in this next few <laughs> seconds are not the views and opinions of balls and sticks. They are, however, the views and opinions solely of Mikey Hart. Please direct all hate towards him and leave the rest alone. Is that a good enough legal disclaimer? Sure. Okay. Um, that's the problem with a lot of the League, of League sets is that a lot of the games that they played were considered even exhibitions, not even their official games, but they would go to like, like do the barnstormer games mm-hmm. count where they would barnstorm into a town, play a group of of African American uh, players in the town that weren't considered Negro League players, but they were playing because that was their team name their their city team, black team. So, does that change how those work? Do those exhibition games not count? Which is going to just I mean that hurts Ch- Satchel Page quite a bit. Cause again, a lot of his games mm. were exhibition games. I don't th- like it's, we also look though in ma- some of the major league records. Um, there were a lot of guys, like we don't include a lot of their exhibition games
1: now. Yeah. Or, for... or in the leagues, they may or may not have played in officially right. during the off season right. because they had nothing else to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like the stories of, of Babe Ruth going and pitching games and, uh, in City Ball. Like, those games don't count. So, does that mean... Which, a lot of the Negro League players, the way they made most of their money was the barnstorming games, because they made as much money doing barnstorming games, which were exhibition games, mm-hmm. as they did playing in the actual Negro League um, games. That being said, it's about dang time. Yeah, well, of Those course. are, like... If we would have had those guys – like, if those guys would have been allowed to be played in the major leagues, their stats would have been way better. Now, there is there is some issue. Satchel Paige will has even – I mean, at, at, before he died, because he died, what, eight years ago, ten years ago?
1: Either, I don't know. Either way.
0: Uh, before he died, uh, he talked about that they were allowed to scuff up the ball – long after the live ball era started, not even the live ball, but the, but after the dead ball era ended in the major leagues, does that change? Like, cause, cause the dead ball era, or when the, when the ball was the dead ball era is considered pre modern era baseball. That's kind of where the delineation that's when, when people talk about modern era in, in the modern era, when they talk about baseball, They talk about after the dead ball. That's when a lot of things, that's when baseball became more of a fair sport because the ball, I mean, legitimately, uh, if you if you watch the baseball documentary or you, you look into it, the ball would end up looking oblonged by the time the guys were done scuffing it up. Like that's so it would look wicked nasty and it to to hit against it was almost impossible that's why they they changed it and they made it a live ball and they changed the rules so you couldn't have a spitball you couldn't have all those things but anyway um so it just there are a lot of questions on how they're gonna make that work. I think it's about dang time, and I'm glad that they're doing it rich uh we're well past when we should be oh yeah um any last thoughts before we cut off and we'll see all wednesday
1: not really i'm glad that baseball made the formal announcement that they're going to recognize and give them minor league major league status for the years that they played in the in the uh in the negro leagues but at the same time it's going to be it is going to be difficult to to determine which of those stats could be added on to their career numbers from the majors and it could just come down to the historians looking at box scores yep. of official of official league games that they played in, and not the exhibition games that may or that may have been staged in between them, moving from city to city, maybe even being played by the same Negro League teams yep. against each other, but in an unofficial game.
0: Yep. Um, I mean, we don't count preseason. We don't count uh, spring training games in in the uh, MLB. So.
1: Or, or winter ball stats.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, folks, if you are watching this on Facebook, uh, and you're trying to, and you want to listen to us without actually having to see this face every week or Rich's face, even though he's got a prettier face. No. Or
1: having the wait or having the wait for our inconsistent start times, which have yep. been changing a lot this month.
0: Um, check out, uh, check us out on wherever you get your podcasts, uh, balls and sticks to podcast, uh, Apple, Google, uh spotify um any of those places you can check us out there if you are uh listening to us on one of those uh join us at our fans of balls and Six. if you want to participate in our um in our uh poll questions every week or you want to say something jump on the uh balls and sticks facebook page at facebook.com slash balls and Six. uh thank you folks for joining us um for those uh of the Jewish faith, we missed it last week, but happy Hanukkah. Hope you're you had your eight nights, uh lovely and fun. And uh that ended last night I believe. But thank you for uh yeah. Be good. Yeah,
1: and uh in case we don't uh you don't catch our episode before Christmas, uh have a Merry Christmas too.
0: Yep. Uh catch y'all later and with that I will GIFTING LIFE!